0: We are uh live here so welcome to uh the whitfield report after show uh i am sam whitfield and i'm joined here by uh apex gamma who is one of the uh regulars in the chat he is also i don't really know if host is the right term but he is uh i guess he is content creator over at the channel of the same name apex gamma so uh welcome to the after show stream sir hi hi how's how's it
1: going man so uh what's up oh you know i was just enjoying the whitfield report and i was real sad that you you, i asked you when i could be a guest again and then didn't even acknowledge me you're just like good night everybody and here i am so (laughs) i was i'm happy to be here yeah
0: so uh, and then I saw that you were watching. You said that you were watching Star Trek. Uh, Correct. Do which uh, which series are you watching? Original, Next Generation, the new ne- one.
1: Next gen. Yeah, it's a regular, uh, you know, like uh, fall asleep show for me. You know, just something, something uh, familiar on TV, some background noise kind of thing.
0: Uh huh. Well well that that's that's what I that's what I use the uh original for is is as uh is as a background noise. I find that uh you know Shatner can put me to sleep uh, better than anyone.
1: So Yeah. Yeah, I, I could I could I could see that. Yeah, it's good stuff. I mean, it's old and it's cheesy. Everybody laughs at me for watching it. I hardly I mean, I've seen it all before, so Again, I just kind of... Your stream ended, and I figured I was going to bed. So, just kind of the thing to watch. You know what? I Actually, it was hard-pressed because Netflix just uh, put on their their Invader Zim um, movie, and I did used to like that show, so I'm curious to see how they did with this movie. I heard it was pretty good. So I was going to watch that, but I also didn't want to fall asleep during it, so...
0: It's um, it, you know, in Invader Invader Zim is nearly not as good as in, Invader Nimbo, though.
1: So yeah, <laughs> right on. Um,
0: speaking of Netflix, I just saw like five minutes ago that they're making a Breaking Bad
2: movie, a, a exclusive mm-hmm. to Netflix. So
1: I never heard of such a thing. That's that's a I, thing, really.
0: I didn't know about this either until like 5 minutes ago. I'm I'm looking at my phone and I mean obviously you can't because of the thing but um right now it's it's like I guess it's called El Camino and it's about what happened to Jesse Pinkman and after uh I mean did you watch did you watch Breaking Bad? Or- oh,
1: yes. Yes. Okay. one of my favorite shows ever.
0: Okay, yeah. I I I, I assumed so because uh <laughs> fans just kind of find each other. And plus right. and plus everyone everyone did in like, you know, the two thousands. But um yeah, <laughs> I guess I guess they're finally doing us what we actually want, which is, you know, the answer of what happened to
1: Pinkman. Yeah, the other the other main character of the show, <laughs> basically. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, I actually I actually
0: like uh, better call Saul. Uh, it's not bad. I actually I'm surprised with how good it is considering it's a spinoff. But no one no one really asked for a prequel, and no one asked for a prequel about Saul Goodman either.
1: Right? Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I've seen it. I saw most of the first season, I think, and I I didn't hate it, but it it just didn't grab me. Not like Breaking Bad did. I'll ne- I'll never forget that man. I started watching I started watching that like midway through the first season when it was still, you know, new episodes every Sunday night or whatever. And yeah, uh, I don't think I've ever I don't think there's ever been a show before or since that's uh, captured me quite like it.
2: Yeah. Now.
0: I Breaking Bad. I have a interesting Breaking Bad story because I never, I never watched Breaking Bad when it was actually on TV because um, it it came on after Mad Men, which was the show I always watched. Um, uh. I'm a, I mean, I'm a fan of both shows. Now, obviously, Ma- Mad Men. If you haven't checked it out, is a great series uh, to watch as well, but. Uh Break, but like Mad Men would come on at ten in Colorado, and then Breaking Bad would come on at like eleven. And me being in, uh I guess, middle slash high school at the time that those shows were on, I I could never watch Breaking Bad. Um, yeah, fun. and so like I missed the first couple years, and then like when I finally did get into, when I finally did get like a chance to watch Breaking Bad, it was like it was in season four when like things started to get like really grisly. Yeah. Um, it, it kind of lost its humor or I guess, you know, it, it transitioned from like, you know, dark humor to just being dark. And so I was, yeah. kinda, I was kind of like, I don't understand why people are, you know, so crazy about that, about that show. Um, <laughs> and then once I moved to Florida after high school, I, I pretty much had a gap year. So i had like a lot more free time. Um, so I saw that it was, it was, I saw that breaking out. It was on Netflix. And I'm like, well, I might as well, you know, start from the beginning and see what this is all about. And
1: I got hooked. So yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, that, the lighthearted, the lightheartedness of the, like the first half of the well most of the first season, uh, with the tension and stuff and it just it it does just progressively build. And yeah, I could see if you came in I mean, even into like season two or season three, if you just hopped in. Um because actually there were several of my friends that um refused to watch it just because it it started to get gain in popularity and a lot right. of people try to avoid things that are popular just because everybody everybody likes it.
0: You oh know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: how is um, my audio by the way? Is it all right?
0: Your audio is coming in
1: great. How is my audio coming? It's in? it's excellent, actually.
0: Good. Yeah, I don't know if uh, I don't know if anyone is actually viewing this. I I <laughs> think, I think some people are. But currently, like in the control room, it's saying that we have zero zero viewers. I don't think that's that's true actually. So I'm gonna I'm gonna like open it. Um, yeah, I
1: can't, I can't see that I, I, if I if I leave the screen, I'm afraid uh, it's going to it's going to leave the, the room and you'll be stranded by yourself. And I don't want to do that.
2: Uh, well, let, let, let's see. Oh, it's saying. Uh, hmm, that that's weird. It's it's saying that the uh,
0: that the broadcast is unavailable, even though this is. Public, but I I know I know it is recording, so I just don't know if people on mobile can see it. But uh either way, that's kind of interesting.
1: So, <laughs> well, this is an experiment anyway. So if it just turns out you and me shooting the shit, then I'm fine with that too. Yeah this
0: this might this might actually get posted later as video, and it will as audio. But um, anyway, yeah, breaking Breaking Bad was uh, it reminded me very much of like a Coen brothers film, to be honest. I, so I, yeah, I don't know if you're familiar with like the Coen brothers, but they're the ones that did like Fargo and, uh, the big Lebowski and
1: whatnot. Oh yeah. I'm a big fan of Lebowski. And I'm also a big fan of the X-Files where, uh, Vince Gilligan got, you know, cut his teeth, uh, for the most, Chris Carter.
0: That's right. Yeah. He, he did get his start on the X-Files. So yeah, I started watching the X-Files through like season four and then I stopped for some reason and never really got back into it. And then I saw that they like, that they kind of did like that. They've kind of started doing them again a bit. Yeah,
1: They've done some like, uh, some, I don't know what you'd call them. Like, uh, uh like i don't know like special seasons or whatever you know freaking 10 15 years later and um just recently i bought the box set for my uh my fiance because she is a huge fan of the show and when they took it off netflix and it broke her heart so i went and dropped 120 bucks on the whole fucking shebang all what eight seasons and then they came out with a ninth season um a couple of years ago and then i think they came out with one other season, they're short or you know shorter seasons. There's only like five or six. Yeah, seven. but that they were really good. I haven't I haven't seen the new ones yet. But which which
0: curiously, curiously enough, I actually own the newer seasons because on uh iTunes they were like offering them for like ten bucks, so and I'm like, they didn't oh, sure. offer they didn't offer the whole series, you know, as like individual for discount, but they did offer like the newer season. So I'm like. I'll I'll grab those and like you know watch them later. Is is the X Files? Is the X Files one of those things where like as it progresses, you kind of have to know what's
1: going on? Well, in that's what was what I think made the original series so great is there was two kinds of episodes. There was the main plot point episodes that if you watched from the very beginning, it was a running story, and then there was right. like what they called like the creature feature episodes where you really didn't have to know shit you could just watch that one episode and never have seen anything and it would be good or entertaining and you know there'd there'd be no real plot threads running through it which is you know i saw a lot of the to go back to you know breaking bad that's i saw a lot of x-files style uh in the way vince wrote and directed breaking bad it was uh oh yeah definitely the way that he would do his cliffhangers and the way he ran his, his plot threads throughout the show. Um, and as to answer your question, yes, if you watched it from the beginning um, it's, you know, I still think it's a great story. It's not, it's not really complete. Uh, again, I say that not knowing what these newest, uh, most recent seasons have done, but I guess they've done a good job of wrapping it all up. There's some, some holes uh that i recall here and there but it's a for a show that ran for you know what 10 12 plus years uh they kept it fresh and uh yeah kept i enjoyed it well for sure
0: well one show that i always loved too that was also on box beside besides the x-files is 24 um as as well with uh And I mean, that was one where like you were like for the entire season, you know, it takes place within 24 hours. So you kind of have to do now um, what's going on. But then the seasons also kind of spread, you know, through each other too later on as well. So, yeah, see, that's um, the kind of
1: I love that kind of stuff. I, 24, there's been a lot of good shows and movies that have gotten by me. Yeah, uh, twenty four is one of them. Mad Men you mentioned earlier. I, I've I've seen. You know, it's on my Netflix feed. It's like a ninety nine percent recommended, but uh, I just haven't had the chance to to like sit down and watch it. You know.
0: Yeah, and Mad Men is one of those. Uh, Mad Men is one of those uh, shows where, like Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad obviously has like a lot more action, but at the end of the day, both Mad Men and Breaking Bad are ultimately a character study.
2: Right, um, right. Which I find to be
1: uh interesting. Yeah, definitely. Um, so You know, uh in the same vein, since we're on, you know, uh shows and stuff, one of the one of the best things I think Netflix has put out uh in recent times is uh Mind Hunters. I actually really enjoy that show. I don't know if you've uh, if you've seen or heard it, but it's uh, it's like a.
2: It's
0: I've seen I've seen trailers for that, but I don't really know. Is that like a doc? I, because I know that they have like a whole bunch of documentaries on like that type of thing. But is it like is it like a is it like a docudrama
1: or like a complete fiction thing? Or well, it's um. I don't know really how to describe it. I, basically, it takes. It is a it is a drama, obviously, but it, it feels sort of like a docudrama because there are real characters. It's a it's a, a show based around the FBI's um, behavioral studies division in the like '60s and '70s when they first coined the term serial killer. And these uh, in the, like '60s and '70s. Se- Uh Oh, there, there, there there was my voice, (laughs) but, uh, the, um, the characters, it's the, the two main characters, uh, FBI agents, you know, working through the old style of police work and this, you know, discovering, uh, what makes serial, you know, just discover, you know, really broadening the behavioral science field and, and talking to serial killers and bending and breaking rules to, uh, to, to learn new things about how these these you know mass murderers worked it's uh, uh it's they just came out with a second season i haven't i haven't uh, been able to watch it yet but the first season was was really good i really enjoyed it
0: yeah i'm I'm definitely going to check that out because i've i've seen it i just haven't really uh you know i i, I mean i've seen the trailer i haven't checked checked it out yet yeah i mean I, Netflix has some great series, and so does Amazon.
1: If you have Amazon Prime, yeah, so, I don't, and I'm kind of I'm kind of bummed because there's uh, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I know they've got a couple things that are like, man, shit, I would really like to watch that. There's one uh, in particular now. I can't I can't pull it off the top of my head now.
0: Bosch Bosch is really a great series. Um, if, if you want, what's that one? So Bosch is. Um, Bosch is based off of a series of books written by Michael O'Connell. It's, it's
2: fictional. Um, just like, um, you know, it's, it's basically like a, a police procedural
0: drama, but instead of like, you know, an inv- instead of like an individual case for like, you know, each, um, you know, episode, it, it kind of, uh, follows like the same case throughout you know, a season and, and actually really goes into the, uh, you know, the inner city or the, the politics of, uh, you know, police work and kind of behind the scenes stuff, you know? So, okay. So there's, there's like Bosch who's the detective, but then you also, you know, see how politics of like a murder case influences like, the city of Los Angeles and it's, it's very interesting. So
1: that's cool. Have you ever uh, seen any of the true detectives uh, to true detective seasons on HBO? Yes, I, I have. So the I, first, was... I think the, the first one was, I, that, I haven't, I haven't been able to dive. I saw the second and not all of the third season, but those are pretty good. I really, uh, really like the first one
0: the the first the first one is arguably one of the best pieces of tv out there
1: out i there agree that i've that i've seen um I, I put it up there with breaking bad in my uh in my list of tv shows great tv shows
0: oh yeah e- easily uh number, t-
1: number two mm, I don't
2: care as much uh,
0: Number two I'm still on, but like I don't really care for it. Like I've I've had to constantly like sit down and be like, well, I've gotta finish this. <laughs> right. And I, I I have season three um in my cube. I haven't watched it yet. So I might I might um you know I might stick that. You know, I might
2: yeah. just
1: season two and start on three. Yeah, um, I would I would suggest it because I actually I had the to- the the fortune a uh, fortunate opportunity today a- HBO was replaying uh, the whole third season you know nonstop and I caught it from like the the third episode so I didn't get to see the very beginning but it's 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 better than the second the characters are much better the story is 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 uh, much more gripping uh, you know like I don't know I, there's something about the characters and just the overall story of the second yeah. Season didn't stick with me man
0: well because like ev- everyone in- and granted i mean like season one you know everyone has character flaws as well i think that's kind of the point of that show but at least with season one you kind of felt like empathy for you know cole and uh you know the other guy who woody harrelson plays mm-hmm. like you you at least feel somewhat empathetic like Season two, like all of the characters are scumbag.
2: Yeah,
1: exactly. Pretty, pretty much. Like, yeah, they get back you know, to that that empathetic uh you know, char- empathetic characters in season in yeah. season three for sure. I really I really do like it because it bounces you know, it does the whole mm. uh bounces between you know twenty, thirty years ago and then present day uh much like they do in the in the first season but yeah man that, yeah. that uh, that's I think that's probably my favorite Matthew McConaughey performance I don't I'm not a big Matthew McConaughey fan in general but I think he did a I mean him and Woody Harrelson did a fantastic job in that in that first season
0: I'm not a big Matthew McCona- McConaughey fan either or at least I wasn't until I saw um True Detective I'm, I'm like I'm like, holy crap! This this yeah. guy this guy can act.
2: Yeah, no so, kidding. I agree. Um,
0: uh, Coke g- g- go in the chat, which by the way is is a is a great is a great name. Uh, <laughs> says if you want a good drama, uh, if you want a good like action cop movie, watch Street Kings with watch uh street kings on netflix with keanu reeves which i will definitely do that since it has uh
2: keanu i've never it. even heard of that so,
0: i i hadn't either but if that is keanu reeves it has to be somewhat
1: decent <laughs> so hell you know, bill and ted is uh is is a good one too
0: So yeah that that's that's the other thing we have we have bill and ted 3 coming out we have Matrix four coming out, and we have John Wick four coming out all in the same year i think so what was the what was the name of that show street kings yeah it's well it's like a it's like a movie, i guess
2: so um, oh okay so yeah wow. um so um no. No Johnny
0: no no feet we're, we're not we're not going to be you're not going <laughs> to you're not going to see any of that not on stream anyway check the discord though so
1: um so okay good so the uh the chat is working we are live yeah that's good to know
0: Oh yeah i'm i'm hoping that the rest of this thing has been recording i i think it is but um anyway i i have So I have to ask. So what? What I saw, I did see some of your comments in the chat. But what do you think of Mister Numbskull's Tucker? Definitely watches me.
1: Oh my god, man! Well, you know, obviously, because uh, Tucker has said the word "the" recently. uh, That was a direct shout out to me because I say the word "the" almost every day in my in my commentaries about (laughs) Owen. So. not only does he watch Owen, but he watches me watching Owen. So uh, Tucker is omnipresent and all knowing. God damn, that's so stupid. My favorite part was when when Vox was asked in his chat recently by one of his you know sycophants, "Do you what do you think about this? Is that is Owen delusional or what?" And Teddy, I forget exactly what he said, but it's something along the lines of, uh, well, I have a reason to believe that Owen is not delusional uh, and let's just leave it at that. Well, no, you can't just, no. You can't just leave it at that. You know, you have reason to believe Owen's not delusional because if you said so, then you would lose you would lose a, a, a large subscriber base to your shitty fucking website. But that is just one of many uh, gems out of the th- out of retard bear, uh, recently. And he's on to, he's on to us, I think, because, uh, I've, he was privating his streams, but now he's just straight, or, uh, he was, uh, unlisting them, but now he's straight privating them. And even his, uh, Papa J bear, the, the dude that runs, I'm not Owen Benjamin. He's privating a lot of them too. So they're taking them off of YouTube entirely whenever, whenever they're done.
2: Which is uh, which is a new thing. Even yep. even some of his even some of his.
0: I wouldn't say that they're bears because some of the people. I mean, I, I've I've got like a lot of fence sitters, uh, popping in my chat um, that are kind of still on the fence about
2: Owen. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm hoping. That um, you know, I'm I'm hoping that we
0: that they'll that they'll eventually see the light. I, I think I think that people are definitely
1: starting to about Owen. So well, that's you know somebody commented earlier. They're like, dude, Owen makes like a hundred thousand dollars a year doing this shit. Just give up, man. You're not going to win. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know that that's probably true. I don't I don't imagine that I'll ever win in a fight against Owen. But that's not the point. My point, the reason I do it, as I've said before, and I will continue to say, as long as Owen's making content, is I make it for the lost souls that can still be pulled out of the fire, like I was, like Johnny did for me with his clips originally, when I started to question uh, Owen's motives and his behavior and his he talked about things. Uh Johnny's clips were instrumental in helping bring me out of that shit. So uh, you know, I may not win a war, but if I can win even a, a couple of battles, it's worth it. And plus it's fun. I enjoy doing it. It doesn't take I put probably somewhere in the ballpark of two two to four hours a week into making my clips about him, depending on the week. Um, and most of the time I still laugh not because it was funny, but because he's retarded. And, you know, I've got a, a small subscriber base. That's been steadily growing for as long as I've been doing Owen clips. I'm, I'm up over 500 now. Yep. Uh, same, same here. Con- congratulations, by the way and to you as well. Thanks man. Yeah. Again, uh, you know, it's entertaining for, it's like a sort of cathartic, uh, thing for all of us. ex. Owen fans, people that used to watch him and take him any sort of seriously, uh, it it you know it not only provides a little bit of uh, again some cathartic relief or you know uh, laughs to them, but it also I mean I I can I can count on both hands, but there's been uh, a small handful of people that have ended up in my comments over the last couple of months that were like, yeah, dude. Uh, ever since the Nick Fuentes thing or the uh, before that, the calling out fucking um, military veterans thing. or You know, there's always one thing He, he goes, he crosses a line and people end up in on my channel and they're like, these clips are great. They, they, he said this about X and I, I didn't think it was right. And then all of a sudden your videos popped up in my feed and it helped push me away from him. Now he's now the only Owen I get is, uh, from your channel, which is, which is great. You know, I'm not doing it for, I'm not trying to get any clout (laughs) again. I, I just know what it's like to be on that fence that like that you're talking about. And I, I just want to help people see the truth and, uh, you know, and, on the, other, on the other side of it, there's one guy, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but he fully realizes that Owen is, uh, he, re- he recognizes all of Owen's flaws, but he still stands by the fact that the positive things that he said, and the quote unquote true things that he said, stolen or not, have put a fire under this man's ass, and he could just be lying, but he's pretty consistent uh, when he does comment. He's a subscriber of mine too. Uh, very level-headed in his approach. He's like, you know, I follow Apex because I think it's good to see both sides of the argument.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I have a, I have a friend who's like that too who I've actually known actually way longer than uh, he's been subscribed to my channel for like way longer even before since like even before I was really into Owen and then he kind of got into Owen and I mean I guess he kind of likes Owen still
2: but is also kind of like I said, viewing you know some of the some of the other things, and I mean, I've
0: said this before. I I, I honestly don't think I would have a problem with Owen if he didn't do what he did to uh, jo- to Johnny and
1: to Gabe. Exactly. So, that was that was the spark that lit it for me too, man. And again, I was on the outside. Uh, At that time, or rather I was, I was closer to, uh, I was a regular viewer of Owens at that time. And I watched the whole Nimmer stuff, the whole gummy stuff go down as an Owen fan. And I will never, ever forget the way, the way he talked about it and the way it made me as a fairly rational human being, you know, not retarded anyway, human being. How it made me feel, and the thoughts that went through my head as a you know relatively sane person, and I that's why I stand by. I think he's dangerous, and he continues to he continuously lies. And it's all you know, me, you know, we in this little corner of the internet see right through him, but even going back, uh, before he you know wiped his channel. And watching stuff from uh you know right around the Nimmer's uh time but right before or shortly after it's it's all so transparent now, but I see uh, he's uh, my main argument is that he is exactly who he warns his audience to look out for, and he does it in a pretty masterful way sometimes a lot of times it's fucking it's. It's painful to watch, because again, we see right through it, but uh for those lost souls, like i mentioned they're they're full their His chat is full of them People well are just looking for a voice uh you know what I mean yeah, well, I
0: can just kind of say from experience too what what was what was painful for me initially at least was when it when it initially happened when the uh you know when when the when the false accusation and when the false accusations initially happened like my immediate reaction is was like how do how does everyone not see that how how are people bu- how are people buying this like how are there people who uh believe
1: that this could even even happen it's it's laughable um, well, again that that's my point that's the, the whole point that i was just trying to ramble about and kind of got lost is i was i was that person i couldn't believe it but i also had no reason to think he would lie about something so serious uh, you know at that point in time again being a regular viewer of his uh and i i still looked at him as a quote unquote comedian so there was a level of uh hyperbole uh, i guess you could say in a, in some of the things he said i gave him passes on things that looking back i feel really stupid for you know but i never thought i never looked at him as a liar he always talked about the truth and the importance of the truth and i was sold I, he had me under his fucking spell just like he does you know thousands of people every day now um and that's why again, that's what prompted me to start doing it, you know, being a regular in, in uh, once I heard Johnny's side of the story and uh, you started communicating with him a little bit in his, in his comment sections, I was like, dude, you know what? I'm going to do this too. <laughs> Cause I think there needs to be 70, hundred channels out there that, that do this. Cause he talks for hours and hours and hours and he sprinkles in these little falsehoods and uh accusations and uh you know leading statements and i mean he's he's getting really good at well not really good but he's he's he weaponizes his audience regularly like he just did with uh uh was it shaya or the bear jew or whatever oh he had his shy yeah he had his uh he had his twitter up on screen for a full 10 minutes talked about the dude's family history where they immigrated from and his parents and grandparents profession and then finished off with where he lives um, kind of th- you know what I mean like he's nonchalantly saying guys this guy was close to me and he was always a piece of shit but now look what he's doing um, I'm not saying go do anything but somebody should do something about it just like he did with you know Johnny and Gabe just like he did with Alan just like he did with uh, little Big Bear, as I call him, uh, otherwise known as Mersh, uh, is, is acting very much like uh, uh, a a Big Bear, uh,
2: you know, uh, disciple lately. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, that, well,
0: that, <laughs> well, that, well, that's that's a that's a whole nother, that's a whole another enju- Angela.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. But I just had to throw it in there. I'm just saying, you know, he he, he he's he's. he's uses the same tactics with all of these people and he's proven to me. And again, everybody else in this corner of the internet that he will do and say anything when he feels like he is threatened or feels like the hammer is coming down on him. I don't know if you saw the clip that I posted from uh, his insta, one of his Instagram streams where someone in his chats just asked him because he's going on about Christianity and someone um Yeah, someone asked him um, when the last time he read the Bible was. Oh, hey, Owen, when's the last time you read the Bible? And he's like, well, now, well, since you're banned for life now, I don't think I have to answer that question. And he's like, by the way, just because I can see patterns that you guys don't in people's speech, uh, they they jab, jab, hook, and just, I can see the jabs, and then they get banned for life.
2: Uh, So it's like,
1: yeah. That, uh, I mean, that's just a perfect example. What do you mean? You can see people's speech patterns? It's a chat for one, and it was a you know a four word question uh about something that you proclaim every day to be so like if you haven't read the Bible recently, then that's the only way that it or if you haven't read the Bible at all, more likely uh that's the only way that that could be perceived as an attack, so it's the- you know.
0: The weirdest, the weirdest one I saw that was also on Instagram, and it was also related to the Bible. It was like from, I don't know, a month ago now, but someone asked him in the uh, in the chat, like Owen, "What? I'm curious, what what Bible do you have at home?" And Owen's answer was, "The one in my living room." Now, even like atheists know. And even secular people know that there are different versions of the Bible, <laughs> that there are like different versions of the Bible out there. Yeah, and so when when someone asks like what Bible you have in your home, like obviously, you know they're like referring to do, do you have do you have like the King James version, the New English version, the
2: the Old Catholic, Testament.
0: or right? Yeah, but but for Owen just to go the children's one, and then the one in my living room, it's
2: like. <laughs> It's like, okay, well, well, clearly you don't know that much
0: on the doctrine because you don't know that much about Christian doctrine because you don't even know which
1: version of, of the Bible you have in your, in your house. Uh, Yeah. And I, I posted another clip recently uh, that I titled Owen knows the Koran better than he does the Bible. Uh, which is another thing that's actually really been bothering me because there's, there's been this channel. I can't think of the name of it, but it's these two Muslim dudes that are singing Owens praises. They rewatch his streams and they are all smiles and laughs and they love it. They love Owens, uh, Muslim talk recently yes. and pra- praising the Muslims and which is, you know what? Muslims are great, but Islam is bad. <laughs> you know, I mean, as a, as a doctrine, it's, uh, there's a, there's a, they, they are incompatible. If someone that claims to be, um, you know, hardline Christian,
2: he praises them for all the, um,
1: all the wrong reasons. I mean, it's, it sounds to me more like he's, uh, he's, a, like many people have suggested, he's just on the, just on the verge of converting to, uh, Islam. The the fact
0: that, the fact that Ellen is also unironically like wearing the the headdress. Yeah. Um too is is interesting. I actually uh sent that to one of my my friends who's Muslim from high school and
2: he's I mean he's Middle Eastern but he's, you know, American and, and he's like he's like he's and this
0: and my friend goes, This guy is re- is retarded because not even not even American Muslim men wear the the head you know they don't wear that the headdress, like unless it's like in ceremony but they don't walk around just wearing the the headdress
1: like unironically well it's just like his stupid uh his stupid NASA coat that he'll wear when he goes on a two-hour tirade about the moon not being real and uh shit like that you know, I don't know. I, I, Owen is not—he's not as dumb as I—I—I I, I like to think he is, but he's—he's he's definitely not nearly as smart as he thinks he is. That—that that much is clear.
0: But. Yeah. Well, he's yeah, he's not dumb, but he's not smart, smart either. Some sometimes I think he
2: intentionally acts acts dumb though too. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, he plays it off as a. I'm a comedian. Uh, I'm funny, you know? So I say stupid things because I'm a comedian. Well, you know, with, with power comes responsibility, right? (laughs) Well, but
2: yeah, I mean, and that,
0: that's like, that's like the, uh, the other excuses. Like I, I can make, I can make dumb jokes. I'm a comedian, but yeah, he wants, he wants to be like a serious political commentator too. And it's like, you You can't do both like exactly, like even political comedians like
2: have to sound somewhat smart too, and I mean, even though like I don't think you know
0: well i mean i, I hate to say this because i I hate Stephen Colbert, but Stephen
1: Colbert is more tolerable than owen uh, yeah. And, at least, you know, and someone like, and don't get me wrong, I can't stand him, but at least Bill Maher is consistent in his, you know, in his political standings and the things that he advocates for. He's a quote unquote comedian too. Uh, but he's, he doesn't, uh, he's consistent at least, you know,
0: Bill, Bill Maher, uh, Bill Maher would eat Owen's lunch
2: if those two yeah. Were. yeah. Wherever on, yeah, wherever yeah, for sure. I don't
0: know. And I mean, I, I mean, listen. If, if I, I mean, as far as political views go, I, I detest Bill Maher. Yeah. But if if it, I used to say that that there couldn't be anyone who would make me take Bill Maher's side over him, over you know, <laughs> I, I I used to say that there was no one who would make me take sides with Bill Maher.
1: But Owen would, if- yep, yeah, if they were to if they were in a debate or in a conversation, absolutely. And you know that's the other the other thing. Uh, a couple people like space dementia, uh, is a regular commenter of mine. She regularly will pull, you know, from my clips uh, that I post of Owen, will like cite almost verbatim from another YouTuber that's been around for eight years or more that he's pulling this shit from. And that's the the other thing that drives me crazy. People are like, "Oh, well, but he speaks truth." Well, yeah, that he does. There's a little bit of truth in Owen's fucking crazy ranting sometimes. Most of it's nonsense, but even the truth that he's that he's talking is literally ripped from someone else. So by definition, you could get that truth without all of the the baggage, without all the negative, without all the vitriol. Without all the, you know, the victim playing and uh, the shaming, the you know, shaming of the audience, because that's the other thing, man. I I remember when he first got, uh, first started going hard on the bannings during the Nimmer stuff. I remember being not afraid, but like I was reluctant to chat in his chat because I didn't want to get banned. I liked being part of the conversation, but I also didn't want to call him out on, on the. The shit that I heard, uh, at t- you know, it was a sh- it was short lived, but because I I very quickly got banned when I when I decided I was done with hearing the the, the bullshit. Like that's not true, you know. Banned, 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 banned. Um,
0: Coke, Coke, go in the chat. Goes, uh did you did you guys see he turned on Sabo? Oh, I didn't see that, but I'm not surprised. At he that did turn app. on. Sabo? Uh I I I guess according to Coco, I, I'm not I'm not surprised at all though. I mean, who has who hasn't he turned
1: on? Yeah, one so. bridge to cross, one bridge to burn. That's uh that's Owen's motto. You
0: uh know. and Al ha and Al Hefe goes, Apex Gamma is the is the first official bastard, son of D Z. Change my line. Well Aww. I mean yeah, but I mean, Al Hefe who's 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 the dad then, and and whatnot? Because we're all we're all, well, there 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 are two chicks in the in DZ, but I I don't think it, I don't think it would work.
2: So,
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what? I'm grateful. I'm grateful to to you. I'm grateful to the DZ and everybody in there for being as welcoming and as helpful as they have been because I mean by by all rights I don't you know it sounds gay but <laughs> maybe it kind of is but I don't think I does. I don't think I necessarily deserve uh you you guys' attention or appreciation. I just do I would have done it anyway, what I do, but the support like I was telling Johnny Diggs uh, who recently said he was no longer going to be watching or commenting on any of my videos, but then a couple of weeks later he shows back up and I thanked him for uh, you know all the comments that I get I, I, it just it helps me to continue doing it. I think I would still do it even if I had fifteen subscribers still, like I did originally, but uh, it makes it
2: it's uh, it 's a nice spirit lift to know that um appreciate it and it's it's not going uh you know into the void of the internet and yeah i mean what was that some sort of chat just popped up oh there is a there's a text chat function in this dream yard yeah um yeah so um and and so uh,
0: and and by, and by the and by the way, Apex Gamer says that he wants uh like a private Patreon, which uh w- which will be coming which will be coming soon. But uh no, the reason why I got back into Owen because uh a f- I guess uh someone in the chat for the last episode was like, Why are you talking Owen again? And honestly at this point, I uh
2: I'm I've been talking at Owen just because the, uh, you know, again because
0: honestly the 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 real news of the world has become so depressing that now
1: it's like easier to talk about <laughs> Owen ag- again. So um, yeah, I think you had uh, one of uh, somebody undercover in the chat earlier. I, I don't think I've ever seen anybody in. Y- in one of your streams talking so positively about Vox day and about Owen. Uh, well, I don't remember their name, but, uh, I thought it was kind of funny.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, a, am I'm, I'm aware of, uh, I'm aware that I have Owen fans and watchers. So, uh, they're, they're, they're welcome to watch me. It just gives me more watch time. So yeah, Absolutely.
1: And- And maybe we can Um, convert a few.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, and and like, plus the other thing is like, I've, I've actually over recently, I've been talking like a lot more than just like Owen stuff. um, Oh, yeah.
2: Too. So when I found you, um, you were,
1: it was kind of in the height of your, uh, uh, you know, Owen talks and you were, you were having guests on johnny and whatnot to talk about it and again that was that was right around the time that i discovered johnny and made the flip uh or just really committed to the flip because i was i was one of those on the fence guys for a long time but i didn't want to believe that i could be so fucking stupid as to you know let some dude on the internet lie to my face for months on end and and just eat it up like i did um, so again, I think that's uh, that's part of the reason why, uh, you know, my channel continues to grow slowly but s- fairly steadily, because well, the catharsis, the, the it's a cathartic sort of uh, relief to 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 laugh at him and to to forget the pain that you ever took the man seriously, you know. What's
0: w- what's weird for me is. People do things. It seems like these days, uh, one people either people either uh, you know know me for oh he's the guy who interviewed Ben Shapiro before Ben Shapiro became like super famous, or I'm the guy. I'm one of the guys who has been helping uh, <coughs> expose Owen Benjamin as a fraud. So, right.
1: It's. It's one of those two things though. Hey, you know, those are those are honorable and noteworthy achievements, man, in my book. So.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, well, I let me say this though. I I would chatting with Ben was a lot more fun than uh than going than uh, you know, dealing dealing with Owen. Uh, they'll also
2: bend, talk to million miles an hour. So. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. He's good at that,
1: you know. And I'm just like Joe Rogan. I'm on the. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan, but I do at least appreciate what he does. You know, uh, for the most part.
0: <laughs> now about about Rogan, I I like. I I like Rogan. I don't necessarily always agree with what he says, but I like his interview style, and that's mainly why I and I think a bunch of people always talk uh, tune into his podcast. is It's like it's more like a conversation,
1: though, so, and I I like those types of podcasts. So. And he does he does do better than just about anybody at at uh, trying to be non-biased, especially when there's either when he encounters, you know, ideas that are counter or, or controversial to his beliefs. You know, uh except for like when uh when when he had Crowder on. That was one of the I didn't ever I've never been a big fan of Crowder, but I really that that interview with him when they were hounding him about the weed uh the whole marijuana debate, Jamie and him were fucking ganging up on him. That was one of the the yeah. few times I've ever seen him like really like, really lean into his bias. But for the most part, he, uh, he's, he, as much as a human being can, I feel like he conducts his interviews, you know, non-biased for the most part.
0: Crowder's crowd, crowd is another interesting one because I was actually Facebook friend, friends with Stephen Crowder before, before what Louder with Crowder became a thing, and, uh, I was actually planning on having him on the podcast and then it never really worked out. And uh you know, I mean Crowder's one of those guys that I used to kind of like, but I mean
2: now now he's just kind of become like a character of himself, I almost feel like. So Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. And you know I <laughs> there's
1: There's talk, uh, since we're talking about Crowder, I'm going to... This is totally Johnny's idea that I'm going to steal, but Owen is supposed to come to Indiana at some point, which is my current state of residence. And if he ends up anywhere within 50 miles of me, I plan to put up a table uh, with a banner in front of it that says, Owen Benjamin is a liar, change my mind. And I'm going (laughs) to... I'm gonna have you know some printouts from from quotes of his and stuff, and see what kind of see what kind of uh, trouble I can stir up.
0: I'll I'll, sh- I'll ship Whitfield Report T-shirts and whatnot that you, can, <laughs> that you that you can sell there, and we'll we'll have we'll have Johnny Arcade T-shirts and posters and whatnot. Hell yeah! Too,
1: so. Well, I only bring it up because I've seen in his chat more than once they've there's been people mentioning towns that are near me that I know are that that i know ha- <coughs> excuse me <coughs> that have theaters uh and I mean Indiana is still pretty red for the most part, and uh there's a yeah, lot of re- so there's a lot for- of retards. there's a lot of retards out here i'm not going to lie corn fed idiots uh so i could I could see a lot of bears being uh, in this area. Uh, which reminds me, actually, just today, I was uh, pulling off the highway, going home, and on the back of this SUV, it just somebody had written, you know, like they write with shoe polish on their windows for, oh yeah, you names know, or whatever. It just said bear, B E A R exclamation point, in this back window, and like all I could think is that's a fucking Owen Benjamin fan but you know again i'm i'm fairly close to chicago so there's a lot of bears fans it didn't say bears though It said bear like uh, so you know got the wheels turning it,
0: it could have just been so, it could have just been like a completely, completely random thing too that that's that's <laughs> yeah that's the other thing about owen too is like
2: is like you know you you start to get like you start to get his uh you know Stuff like stuck in your, stuck
0: in your head, and like, like I like I'll even hear like the term like
1: lollipop or something, and I'll be like, that person <laughs> must be like an Owen fan, or <laughs> right. Well, I've seen the the term small hat pop up on a lot of the other YouTube channels that I watch in the comment sections that I've never seen. Uh, I've never really seen the term small hat used so frequently. Um, so I mean. His influence, at least on YouTube, is is still uh, it's bigger than I'm comfortable with. But again, people are free. I, I'm fine with people watching and enjoying him. I really am. Just as long as they they you know they aren't blind to what he actually is and what he's actually saying.
2: Uh, well,
0: I'm okay with them. I'm technically okay with them being blind to what he's saying too, as long as, as long as they don't fucking do anything. That's what, that's what is, uh, that's the thing that's
1: troublesome. So, I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of the same line of logic that I'm taking because that those that are blind to it are, are the ones that are most likely to, you know, fall on their sword for him.
0: And, and I mean, I I know that ROTC has been a bit weird lately, but I will say this: that they nailed it on the head the other day when they when they said that uh, that Owen is dangerous because he legitimately believes his uh, own
1: stuff because he only, he actually believes like the stuff that he says. So, absolutely. You know what's funny though is just like I was talking about. A few minutes ago uh, with Owen and his, you know, backup channels that his bears run privating his videos ever since Johnny Arcade came back. And he did mention this uh, in, in Discord. But ever since Johnny's been posting videos again, a videos are getting privated almost immediately after the streams are done. And uh, ROTC is right back on Owen content. Well, to
0: be, well to be fair, so so am I. But I mean, like I said yeah, earlier, true. that I mean, I and I'm honestly glad for it, because, like I said, I'm I'm actually I I was getting depressed by the math by like all the all the mass shooting stuff and whatnot. So Owens yeah. a wonder,
1: Owens a good distraction from all that. So. um I am happy. I'm very happy to to see uh Johnny Arcade notifications popping up on my phone again. I have to admit.
0: Oh, oh, so am I. When I when I first saw them though, I'm like, "Oh, I'm like, oh shoot, is this
2: is this for real?" <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah, he's uh he's the uh he's the godfather uh of the uh of the Owen clips
0: johnny says johnny says i mean i do make good owen videos and uh Uh-oh. yes i mean johnny you're you're being a little modest i i would say that you're like the gordon ramsey of, of of owen video <laughs> uh, that's right of owen videos you're 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 a michelin level chef so <laughs> now sure. just don't just don't anthony bourdain yourself though. So, um <laughs> So that's the other thing too. Is didn't didn't Owen like claim to know Anthony Bourdain, or was he just like a
2: fan of his, or something? um? That I think that, he, I think he said he knew him. That that whole Joe. yeah. Well, Ro, well, I know. Ro, Ro, Rogue Rogan says that he's friends
0: with everyone too. He's like, and I even I even have a bit about that. That like if. uh if like Rogan were just to like view my channel, um, which which by the way, Apex, I don't I don't know if you know this, but Joe Rogan watches my channel,
2: <laughs>
0: uh, and and I know this because I talked about going back to Colorado for a visit, and Rogan was talking about going back to Colorado for oh a, dude for a visit so that's it i mean you know and he, he, said, that, he said that like two <laughs> he said that like two days after i said it on my podcast
1: so uh confirmed rogan's a whitfield uh viewer confirmed <laughs>
2: yeah so um <laughs> that's awesome yeah so so yeah so i mean and that's the other thing too is he is Owen
0: clearly doesn't understand how cable news works or how that business works because Tucker wouldn't have time to watch uh, to watch Owen because basically like I I know I know someone who who was an intern at Fox News and uh he didn't work for Tucker specifically but like the way all those shows work is they basically spend like the they basically spend like the morning and then a good chunk of the afternoon doing research and show prep and going over with the hosts, you know, okay, here's who you have on tonight. Here's what you're, you know, here's what we're going to go over and whatnot. So it's very regimented. So. Yeah, and
1: then not to mention Tucker has a family.
2: Well, yeah. you that know,
1: he's got to spend time with too. So, not, sit, not sit, in his yard and yell at his laptop.
0: <laughs> well, and I, and I and I I doubt that Tucker is is like, yeah, honey, I'm I'm going to go upstairs and watch this Owen Benjamin, Benjamin dude on my laptop. So you know, like, like I'm assuming he, I'm assuming that he has other things he wants to consume that are pro- probably probably non political when it comes to content.
1: So I would I would think so. Uh, oh excuse me um, and yeah uh, you know again the whole the vox thing that just it just fucking it, <laughs> it really stuck in my crawl the way that person in his chat was asking him legitimately if he thinks Owen oh, is delusional and you know vox in his in his spaghetti way uh well yeah uh i have evidence that would suggest that Owen is not delusional but I'm not going to give you what that evidence is, or even hint at what it could be. I'm just going to say that, you know, yeah, Owen is Owen is probably right, and I have reason to believe that. Well, what reasons, dude? That doesn't that doesn't help the situation. That just that just throws you in with Owen again. If he didn't, he would, you know, he would risk having that bridge burnt while he was standing on it.
0: I I think I I think I just figured out why, o- why Owen is so obsessed with Tucker all all of a sudden. Because like or not, like him or not, Tucker has really great hair and uh <laughs> Owen, I mean, he, he does have like a, a unique head of hair. I'll I'll give him that. And uh like Owen is Owen probably has a secret
1: gay crush on Tucker though. So. Yeah, pro- probably. I mean uh Amy cuts his hair with fucking child safe plastic stuck in scissors by the by the looks of it. Yeah, he's he's
0: well and I I guarantee you that he's not getting the five hundred dollar cuts that Tucker does.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, the makeup and shit.
0: He I I guarantee you also he didn't read Tucker's book either, Ship of Fools, which I did read and if, uh, if Owen had read any of that book by Tucker, he would know that Tucker is pretty much opposed to everything that Owen says.
1: Well, so. to be fair, Sam, Owen can't read. So that, that, that's why he has the children's Bible on okay, his, well, his coffee table.
0: Well, then well then, download, well then, download the audiobook, although that requires reading
1: for like the login and whatnot too they so. have to spend time not screaming at his laptop, you know, but <laughs> all that, all that farming, he does, uh, and supposedly being an excellent father, taking care of his animals and his garden, which we all know he doesn't do and spending time with his family. I mean, when, when, when could he possibly fit in time for an audiobook? Never. <laughs> That's when,
2: uh, yeah uh owen can't read unless it's a, unless it's a picture book so. exactly right <laughs> I, That's why
0: I you all... couldn't... <laughs> go ahead yeah. i well i uh, i also saw that owen was like saying something uh, about porn or something recently,
1: but I didn't catch what it was well, he's been on that that porn rant for a few months now because by his own words he would have multiple screens up with different porns he was so fucking addicted to i'm guessing gay porn or at least (laughs) partially gay porn on top of you know heterosexual porn that he would have his laptop his desktop and his fucking phone all going at the same time and it you know consumed his life so now he thinks that teach you know getting men off of young men and men in general off of porn is like his that's his uh he thinks that's some sort of mission in life, which I mean too much porn, too much of anything is bad, dude. That's that's goes without saying, you know, if you're addicted to porn, you need, you need to stop watching porn. But if you're addicted to fucking drugs, you need to stop doing drugs. It's not always that easy, but I can tell you right now, heroin addicts are not going to stop doing heroin by some dude screaming in his backyard for them to stop doing heroin. You know?
0: Well, I, well, like I, I know that I know people who, say that they have a porn problem and and they're, they're going to like a legit psychiatrist about it and yeah, they're not they're they're not they're not going oh man I I'm, I'm addicted to porn you know what I'm going to do I'm going to go watch this <laughs> this guy who screams I mean o- Owen has even admitted that like conspiracy videos are his replacement for porn
2: exactly too exactly and
0: which i mean which goes to like another point that i've always had which it's like okay just because you're like making a substitute that doesn't like change
1: anything so yeah i mean it's replacing one crutch for another and admittedly people that quit smoking and you know start eating fucking candy like you're replacing one obviously much worse for your health addiction for another addiction. That's also not good for your health, but one is clearly not as bad for you as the other. My, but it's still, it's still an addiction that the, the root cause has not changed your, you know what I mean? Your addictive behavior has not been addressed.
0: My favorite is when, uh, is when people go, yeah, I quit cigarettes and I'm like, really? Congrats. They're like, yeah, I'm doing the vape pen now. <laughs> I, I'm. I've kicked my smoking habit. I'm like, er, no. You just, you just switch your addiction
1: for, you know, for uh, you know, another. So, and you know what? That's a good example because I'm actually in that boat. I don't smoke cigarettes anymore, but I do still vape and nicotine. I have an addictive personality, man. I'm, I'm a long time recovering uh, addict. Uh, you know, I did drugs for most of my childhood. Unfortunately, um, it all started with doctor prescribed medication. But the really that's why I that's why, yeah that's why I speak with confidence about these issues, and I do so humbly. I realize again that's one of the things that bothers me so much about Owen is he acts like he's so high and mighty because he's discovered that oh, porn was bad, so I'm going to replace it with conspiracies. Well. But not addressing the problem. You've, you, you at least identified a problem and you have shrunk it to, you know, its impact on your life, d- depending on your measure, because thinking the moon's not real versus watching three screens of porn, I don't know which is worse uh, for your, for objective reality. But, um, yeah, it's the cigarette thing. Like, I mean, I can say without question that I, I mean, I go to the gym for, Uh, you know, at least an hour, two hours, five days a week. And I can run on the treadmill. I can do things without getting winded. I don't cough up a bunch of nasty shit. It's, I don't, I don't try to convince people that it's good for me or, you know, or anything like that. But in the, in the, in the realm of uh, nicotine addiction, it's the, it's the, uh, it's the best alternative that I've come up with, but it's still, uh it's still a thing you know it's still an issue a, a hurdle that needs to be overcome
0: yeah i mean i i i certainly you know i i think anyone can get addicted to anything i mean i boy or not i was i was addicted to playing uh the sims for a while that that you know that simulation game where you like oh yeah and i i got like i got addicted to that where i would play that for like Sixteen hours straight, and you
1: know, yeah. So, like anything, can be
2: can be addicted. So,
1: well, yeah, and that's the problem with the, uh, you know, the whole the way uh, most of the social media was engineered from the ground up to uh, it's engineered to addict people and hit hit those buttons in your brain, uh, you know, to release the chemicals that the, you know, that are much like drugs or anything else, you know? So I think everybody has their vices and everybody has their potential to be addicted to things. But
2: again, you know, the
1: whole idea that you have to recognize it. That's why any real recovered alcoholic or drug addict will say that, you know, if it could have been, like in my case it could be 5 plus years since you've done any drugs but um you're still a recovering drug addict for the rest of your life basically because it consumed a large portion of my life and at any moment if you know if i let my guard down i could end up right back there if i convince myself uh that oh well i'll just this one time or whatever you know what i mean there's that sort of and that's again that's what bothered one of the big things that stuck in my craw about Owen for a long time before I even really turned the corner on him was like, dude, you're not addressing, you know, you're not addressing the uh, the actual problem. You're, you're just, you're talking around it and uh, you know, replacing porn with conspiracy theories and watching multiple screens of porn at a time to thinking the moon's not real and yelling at your audience and shaming them into thinking, uh, you know uh, that we didn't go to the moon, and the Earth is not a sphere, and all the other crazy shit that he says. That's doing that's doing damage outwardly. Instead of just watching porn and consuming his own life, now he's damaging other people. And uh, again, that's my that's my the root cause of of why I, I can't I can't stop making my stupid shitty clips about him.
0: Um, so I, I do want to ask you real quick, if, if you don't mind, so, um, you said that you were addiction, that you were addicted to prescription drugs. Um, yep. Yep. And I, I feel like that's the one thing that like no one talks out
2: because obviously big pharma doesn't want, um, that being brought up. Uh, well, um. Uh- Uh,
1: details you want some details is that what you're getting at
2: i mean i don't
0: you don't have to go into into the nitty-gritty but i guess like my question is like why don't people talk
1: like prescription drug abuse more is like my question well i don't i don't know um but i I think it's the i don't know i mean from experience like okay for i had uh i had a cancerous appendix that had to come out before I was 20 years old. And then before that, I had um, several hernias uh, from because I rode skateboards like a maniac when I was uh, in my early teens. So at 15 years old, I had uh, a pretty serious hernia that needed to be replaced or needed to be fixed rather. And um, as a result, was given pain medication, uh, Vicodin, I don't even, I don't know what milligram, but it was yep. given to me for a, it was given to me for a long time. And my parents kept me on it for a long time. I never, I never abused it. I took it like it was prescribed. I took one before school. I, it was at my nurse's office. I would take one, uh, at school for like a, at least a full school year. And then some, I broke my nose, uh, which led to another prescription. And by the time I got my cancerous appendix out, They just kept giving me fucking pills. Um, And because it was a doctor with a, you know, with this lab coat saying, this is what was needed. um, It got to the point where uh, I didn't realize that I needed the shit until they said I couldn't have it anymore. By the time I was what, 22 or 23 years old. Wow. And at that point, it's like, well, shit, I've been taking this medication basically every day for the last five years, six years, you know, in, in my late adolescence into young adulthood. And so as a result, lo- started looking for it wherever else I could find it, uh, which, you know, led to the whole underground, you know, street pharmacist, uh, street doctors, uh, rather, you know, friends or friends, parents or wherever, you know, and I can't even tell you how many thousands of dollars I've spent on pills uh just to to take away a perceived pain that for the most part i didn't have and you know physical therapy none of that was ever even uh like uh an option i guess you could say like it was literally just just chuck pills at the kid and uh i mean i also grew up in the 90s when um, when they were prescribing adderall to for every like 200,000 kids they were giving it to there was like 10,000 that actually needed it or something some crazy number like that Uh, so I don't know I feel like I was right in the middle of that boom and I I don't know I feel like I see more uh, even on TV and stuff I see more um, the very very little TV that I watch anyway like negative advertisements about medications and keeping an eye on them and uh, watching your kids but it's not about it's not about big pharma and prescribing them it's about well you have these prescription drugs in your medicine cabinet make sure your kids aren't taking them not right not uh watch what you give your kids because they it could fuck them up forever, or at least the you know the foreseeable future so it's been a long road for me uh honestly
2: but uh go ahead it's it's also kind
0: of weird though because and i'm not one for conspiracy theories but it is a little weird to me that like when i was growing up and then in the late 90s and early, in like early 2000s the the big push when i was in elementary school was the was the uh the school psychologist what wanted uh to put me on uh wanted to be, wanted to diagnose me with like ADHD and put me on ADHD Mm meds. Yep. And my, my mother was like, well, okay, why does he have, why does he have a, like, what makes you say that he has ADHD? Well, he gets bored and he doesn't focus during the math portion of, of of the, of the school day. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't like doing math, math very much. And my mom's like, Okay, that that doesn't mean that he. So that doesn't mean that he has ADHD. That means that he doesn't like doing math, like you know, mm-hmm. the, like well, hundreds of, good on your mom. Of, of other. Uh, well, and then, and then the, the psychologist was like, yeah. So anyway, we'd like to we'd like to have him take Ritalin and prescribe him. And my mom was like, if you, if you put my son on Ritalin. Without my knowledge, first I don't give consent. But if you give it to him, I will sue. I will sue the school district. So, so fast your guys' head will spin. And okay. from that point on, they never functions. They so, meanwhile, I had friends who were on the AD, ADHD meds, and I mean, it made some of them calm, but it made some of them also like really like droopy and
1: like erratic and weird. Mm-hmm. So, well, that's the, I think that's uh part of the root, the root of all of it. Uh, the big pharma in general. And it's one of the things that Owen has said that is true, whether he, whether it's from his own mind or not, but you know, he put someone in a lab coat with, uh, some sort of degree and people tend to not question it. And that's where admittedly my mother, is a uh, kind of a fucking lunatic and she has been for a long time. So she just took, she took whatever they said and it was like, it was it may as well have been gospel, you know?
0: Yeah. My, moment. yeah, my mother, my mother was the exact opposite of, of that. And, you know, thank God, because otherwise I would literally be like a, a vegetable, you know, just like, you know, yeah. Like, like literally like my, like the doctors were like, your son is never going to walk, never going to talk. He'll, he'll be a vegetable for, and
1: my mom was like, we'll, we'll fucking see about that. So, yeah. Well, that exactly. And I mean, I think, I don't think I'm, I don't, I'm not only am I not alone, but I don't, I think I'm in the majority in, uh in a lot of this stuff, as far as, uh, you know, parents in my generation and, maybe even your generation, uh, obviously your generation that, that everybody's thinks they're too busy and they take, you know, their own, uh, interests beyond, you know, they take these professionals words for it, even though they're getting paid to prescribe these medications to kids. It's uh it is a, it's a problem and it's been a problem for a long time. Um, no, it's, it's accountability really is what it boils down to. Parents are afraid to say, well, no, I'm not giving my son that, uh, when it turns out that your son actually needs that, you know what I mean? But nobody does any real research with the, with the age of the internet. That's another thing I didn't, we didn't even have a fucking computer until I was 17 years old or 16 years old. And even then it was, you know, dial up internet and there was like 15 websites or some, something crazy like that. Yeah. But, but, So information is much easier to get a hold of since, you know, the turn of the century and, you know, even more so since then.
2: So I think the, uh, the, the
1: big, big pharma, I guess you could call it. They, they preyed on people's ignorance. And that's why, like I said, just like you mentioned, it was, it was similar in my day, uh, maybe later in my school life, but. Every fucking buddy was on Ritalin or Adderall or something, and for every you know eventually it came out that for every like five hundred thousand kids that were prescribed it, there was like a, a very small percentage that actually needed it. They were just chucking the prescriptions out because those doctors were getting paid for everyone that they did, so it's not about the the well-being of the child, it's about the well-being of the doctor, and nobody you know, the Hippocratic oath or whatever to do no harm kind of went out the windows at some point. And well, and I don't put it all on the doctors either because they were lied to as well. You know, the, the the quote unquote studies that go into this shit is all skewed um, to make it look like, Oh, well it's not going to do any harm. And then 15 years later uh, there's a class action lawsuit because uh, you know, 5 million people got cancer or something from, taking that medication or something, you know what I mean? Like, right. well, wait a second. <laughs> wait a fucking second. How did this get past the FDA if all these people have cancer? Well, you see, they were lining people's pockets.
0: Yeah. um uh, Alan, Alan in the chat says, I was more, I was out of a butthole. Then he follows that up with, <laughs> with, I know what you guys are thinking. This guy is full of shit. And then he's <laughs> And, and then he says, but it's true. Now 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 see Alan, that's com- that's common. <laughs> that is
2: that is I love that Alan. Is, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh Alan Alan and I, and I had, had real fun uh at
1: the end of last year taking over the unbearable Facebook group, so <laughs> um well, I had a lot of fun digging him up from Ursa Manor and, and getting him to the Lazarus Stone and bringing him back to life, so.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um,
0: well, I mean, and also, with with all that being said about the meta, about, you know, I, I don't, you know, I, I want to put this out there because there's, there's there may be some idiots watching this too. Uh, we're not, I don't think we're necessarily bashing all doctors though, either. No. With, uh, with all that being said, don't fucking trust web. M don't self diagnose yourself
1: on web MD with shit. Uh, either, yeah. So, um, yeah. and you're best off not taking one, uh, or even two, um, you know, like perspectives or, uh, diagnosis, like, if you have the ability to talk to as many doctors as you can about any particular issue, uh, you know, obviously not everybody can do that, but you'd be amazed. I've been amazed in my adult life uh, when some, one doctor tells me one thing, and I go, "You're like, okay, well, before I do anything, I go talk to a, an oncologist, a uh, you know, a, 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 a what is it, a, a gastrointestinal specialist before I." go and take fucking chemotherapy for this cancer that's already removed from my system when, you know, uh, they actually wanted to put me on chemo. It was a cancer in my appendix that was out before they even knew it was in me. And it was a carcinoid tumor, which is like the mildest form, the slowest growing. Um, And the chances of getting it again are there, but they're basically infinitesimal. So they wanted to pull a radiation. and i didn't even have any form of cancer left in me and if again if i wouldn't have been a, a a functioning adult i may have done it i may have just gotten you know taken their taken the bait and got scared and worried about myself and i was worried about myself which is why i'm like i am not going to let you guys just fucking you know pump shit into me without talking to some other people and yeah the every the other two uh opinions that i got yeah, there must be some good shit going on in the chat. I wish I could see it. <laughs> I, I, um, I, I,
0: I can read the, these to you. Um, uh, Johnny says, Apex has AIDS? No. <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> mm, well, yeah. Uh, in case you haven't noticed, everyone, everything comes back to sex jokes with, with this crew.
1: Oh, yeah. So. No, I'm familiar. failure. I've been in the discord. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
2: <clears throat> I had cancer AIDS, but it's gone. I'm, I'm clean. I, I, I had, uh, I have, I have ex-girlfriend AIDS, but they're <laughs> gone. So. That's good. That's a dangerous one, man. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, I don't think, you know, I think doctors are just like anything else though. You know, there's, I'd like to think there's more good than bad, but they're also human and they also do what they do to make money for the most part. Yeah. And, no, uh, can be lied to just like the rest of us can be, you know,
2: I just, I, I, the way I look at
0: life, we're all, we're all flawed. Every single one, every single one of us. That's what, And I guess at the end of the day, that's what bothers me about Owen is he acts like he's, he acts like he's fucking omnipotent and so does his, um, you know,
1: uh, fan base, I guess. That's a great way to summarize what I've been trying to say is uh, about all of it is like, Okay, you you're, you admitted you had an addiction, but now you think because you changed that addiction from one thing to another, you're somehow better than everybody else. And that's not true. Like You have to admit and accept your faults because, as you just said, we all have them, and they're not all the same. I think a lot of us are similar. We have a lot of similar flaws as humans, especially in this day and age with the uh, the advent of the internet and stuff and the way we all communicate. <laughs> oh god uh,
0: <laughs> evil evil eric that's not that's not very nice
1: that's not that's not very nice what
2: happened <laughs> evil eric can be evil, pretty
0: evil 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 eric goes merciius is
2: poor <laughs> so so well, well.
1: <laughs> I mean, his couch ran away. Give him a break, Eric.
0: <laughs> well, that that's not really a flaw. That's that's a financial
2: <laughs>
0: status, I guess. Um, but I mean, I'm a, I'm a college
1: student, so I'm not I'm not exactly raking in the box either. No, so. I I mean, I work like most Americans, like most people. I gotta go. I gotta go a wage slave i wish i could use my you know creative talents to make money but i
0: mean i i mean i am a i am a little bit but at this point my ad revenue pretty much pays for the podcast like at this point i'm breaking even which which is an improvement from you know a few years ago but even so to all the bears who are watching this and who are like your mate, you sold your soul to Spotify and to you know all of these <laughs> app developers. Like, no, I'm not making. I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not like. I'm not fucking Bill Gates over here like you think I am. I'm not. I'm not rolling in dough because of you know all this podcast money. Yeah, o- eventually, eventually, I'm hoping to make six grand per podcast like Owen uh, did. That one, yeah. that one. That was that was I mean the fact that Owen was complaining oh, I was only making 6 grand a podcast that's good that's great fucking money if you can get it
1: so. or, or or bitching about Stephen Crowder paying him fucking what was it 30 or 40 bucks an hour to write jokes for him oh good yeah. god man you poor you poor sad son of a bitch
0: Yeah for just for just 3 hours too it's like shit I would I would be writing jokes for him for 12 hours
2: for that money. (laughs) Right.
1: Yeah. It would be a full-time employee (laughs) if
2: you paid me that. Yeah. But Um, I mean, again, it's, I feel like part of me
1: thinks going back to what we were talking about, you know, doctors and uh, big pharma and stuff. I do feel like they're part of it was calculated on some level. Not not me specifically, but like as a generational thing, because i have uh, you know I have a lot of talents that have literally almost gone to waste uh because most of my developmental years were spent uh either on drugs or in pursuit of drugs because you know because doctors gave them to me in the first place, you know what I mean, when I didn't yeah. really need them, I didn't really need them most of the time i mean admittedly breaking my nose and uh i i hyper and, and broke my kneecap it was one of the other things i forgot to mention in between there ooh uh, yeah my kneecap i had, ended up with a piece of bone in between my knee like the floating part of my kneecap and and the the inside of it uh so yeah i mean i was in pain and stuff but again there, no other avenues were ever uh even explored it's just take these drugs and it helped they did help uh but they also led me led me to the dark side for quite a long time i mean and i'm not I'm not so old that I can't recapture some of those things you know my, I still play guitar and I still try to draw and that paint has, and all that good stuff but
0: that's that's good well you're well you're doing you you're doing one thing uh that I'm not which is playing guitar so <laughs> i uh yeah. i I do sketch a bit on my uh, iPad, but that's ab- about it.
1: So. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've got a lot of raw talent that was, that was God given that is, uh, it pains, it actually pains me. It's one of the things that really gets me depressed at this point in my life. Cause I should be doing, I should be doing something that I love that, uh, I mean, even sports I could have done. I could have, uh, uh could have been, uh, at least some sort of athlete. Um, but it's, you know, the past is the past. But uh, then my whole point was, is there are times when I, the conspiracy part of my brain is like, man, like, was this done to me and other kids on purpose? Or was it just like, just the way, the way that it all crumbled and people's pursuit of endless profit, you know, could
0: have, could have been both. Um, could. Yeah. So, I mean, Part of me, uh, you know, part of me gets bummed out that I spent so many of my years as a teenager focusing on this show, and I should have probably been chasing girls. But at the same time, I mean, I'm kind—I'm of, also kind of glad because I—I I would have probably gone to like, I would have probably gone to,
1: I would have probably got in trouble with the cops a few times. So, well, that's the difference, though, man. See, like you're. You went the opposite direction. You've been pr- in, you've been pursuing something that you in something that you love for, for you know all those years of your childhood or your youth rather. Yeah. Uh, and like you said, you could have ended up in jail or in trouble, like I was, mm-hmm. you know, several times. And you know, I don't know exactly. I know you're younger than me, but I don't know. I don't know exactly how old you are. I'm I'm
0: you- I'm, 20,
1: I'm 24, going on 45. So. Yeah, right yeah so I've got about ten years on you, so you've still got time- i mean in in when you're my age- if you continue doing the things that you're doing and pursuing the things that uh that drive you you know uh hopefully i i mean i don't i i see an upward tra- trajectory
0: yeah you know? i mean i i still plan on i i still plan on doing this this podcast that that is that is the nice thing is when I started doing podcasting and I actually was on a, I actually was on a pod on someone else's podcast talking about this. And, you know, when I started this, no one knew what podcasting was. And then like just two years ago, uh, someone who I was
2: called me and was like, hey, man, are you still doing that podcast then? So,
1: I mean, it, it, it definitely worked out. So yeah i you know, and you don't even you don't have to get rich doing what you love it's as long as you're doing what you love that's uh that's kind of my thing because now i've gotta now I'm stuck in a place where i've again I've got to go and work jobs that I don't really care to do just to make enough money to feed myself and keep a roof over my head and and all that good shit when i could I could still supply those things uh and be doing mm-hmm. something that I enjoy. And it's, it's not like I can't in the future still, but you'll
2: you make it, I think. No. I hope so. so. I mean, I, I, I
1: it's all about uh, it's all about driving forward, man. You know, I've, uh, again, as a result of my, um, you know, past transgressions, I've uh, I've spent uh, a significant portion of my younger days feeling sorry for myself. Which is, you know, which is another, another thing that I feel too many people, too many people are concerned about, uh, you know, themselves. And, uh, that's, you know, that sort of thing, everybody, everybody feeling bad for themselves and not feeling bad for each other and doing, doing for each other kind of thing. That's kind of, uh, that's been another change of focus for me. I liked, I like to focus on other people instead of myself. As much as I can, anyway.
0: Yeah, I don't. I now see maybe it's just, and I don't. I don't know really how to explain this, but I've never felt really sorry for myself just because I'm not wired that that way. But I mean, I think I think it's worked for me too because I think if I do feel, I think if I did feel sorry for myself, I wouldn't nearly be as able-bodied, you know, quite literally if I did. Yeah.
2: So. Yeah. That's that's, just. One of the things I love about you, man. Well, I mean, I mean, and you know, people, people always say about
0: that. People always say to me like, wow, you're such an inspiration for, you know, for having a disability and still living your life. And I mean, I appreciate that, but going back, I mean, I'm, I'm flawed too. You know, I still have, you know, I'm not perfect. So,
1: um, of course not. But, you know, again, there's people like me who, uh, have had all the opportunities in the world and uh, for the most part have have been able-bodied and like i just said i have spent a significant portion of my developmental years feeling sorry for myself and i think that's what those those people mean those people probably have you know spent a lot of time feeling sorry for themselves and they they see you and you have not and that's What? what that's the kind of inspiration that i think they mean at least that's my interpretation
0: well, I mean, some—I mean, sometimes I feel sorry for myself, but then I'm like, oh, you know, get out, get
2: over it. So, you know,
1: yeah, I think it's a natural—it's
2: a natural thing. But well,
1: we've we've covered the gambit, man. Big pharma, Owen, fucking <laughs> TV shows and movies, and the the flaw—the flaws of humanity too.
0: So, <laughs> Absolutely. Um. And and Lisa goes, we know you're not perfect Sammy. you're still you're still wearing a shirt, so Well <laughs> well we know
2: what we know what Lisa wants. So Well, you gotta make the people happy,
1: Sammy. <laughs> so uh,
0: so uh, oh, it. oh Oh Jay's what you're on says show show
2: perfect nipple nipples. <laughs> so well well what is it well, at least now I don't have to worry about my
0: couch running around.
1: <laughs> or, or your eye, for that matter. <laughs> that, that Philip Wave channel is fucking hilarious. It's quickly becoming one of my favorite things on YouTube.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, shout out. Shout out to Philip Wa- Wave r- r- Wave Radio. Right
2: yeah, even, he's awesome, e- dude.
0: Even if, even if you're a fan of... uh. Even if you're a fan of ROTC, those are funny. Shout-out, too, to uh, Andy's Random Edits.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: A- Andy's Andy's Random Edits is why people think I'm the new Night Daddy.
2: So... You <laughs> are the new Night
1: Daddy, Sammy. So... At least, at least in my book. My family tree. <laughs> well, well, thank you. Well, I... Well, I I'm not the night
0: daddy, but I'm the daddy of the night. There is, there is a little, (laughs) there is a little bit of a difference. I'll take
1: that. I'll take that. I mean, night daddy comes out when the shirt comes off. (laughs) So yeah, well,
0: I don't, I don't know if anyone, if anyone well if anyone wants to see that from the night daddy.
1: So, <laughs> oh, he, he, I wish I could see the chat right now because I, I gotta know that they're saying that quite the opposite. So,
2: <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, well, in
0: and fa- in Fate of Kings has gotten into calling me the the new Night
1: Daddy as as well. Babe, so, um. Fate of Kings King. and uh, Future Nobody. Just fucking, I want to shout them out real quick because if it weren't for them, I wouldn't have my, get down from there. Sorry. I I I wanted, wanted yeah. uh, Oh, yeah. Nobody actually made me a, a, he like, he made Johnny a, uh, actually he made Alan's too, little, little sketched up a little cartoon uh, avatar. Yeah. Just out of nowhere. F- Fade of Kings really surprised me with that one because I, I knew he made Johnny's little uh, little Mario coin ding intro, which I always loved, but I'd never, I'm not one to ask for help really or uh, like ask for favors. And he just randomly one day fucking DM'd me on Twitter, hey man, I made this for you. Like, whoa, that is the coolest fucking thing ever.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, Fade of Kings. Bye. Yeah, fate,
0: yeah, Fate of Kings is is the man, uh, and so is Evil Eric. Evil Eric's oh, done done like amazing
1: graphics for me. Yeah, so. I'm, check out. I always check out his art when he posts it. So, as, as an artist myself, I definitely. Uh, I don't do a. I've never done a whole lot of digital art, unfortunately. I've never had the means. I mean, the same reason I can't really do proper edits of my clips. It's all done on my phone because. Uh, I don't even have a, a the the computer that I have is garbage, so uh, you know, I don't I don't have the means, never had the means to do any of that shit.
0: Um, well, I mean, Eric's Eric's kind of version of my logo is better than Rogan's
2: actual logo. I I I think so. Oh, oh which Eric
1: did your logo?
2: Yeah. So, oh, that's awesome. That is awesome,
0: yeah. Because I'm like, hey, can you make a, can you make kind of like a semi Rogan, but not have it be Rogan? So it, <laughs> it was, it's it's, it's great. So shout out um, to Evil Eric. So I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 hoping that maybe future nobody will ma- will make me a another JRE style logo, <laughs>
2: but um, yeah. So, yeah,
1: that's awesome.
0: Uh anything else you want to cover? I know, I know you said you've got to get to bed here soon.
1: Yeah, I've got uh, I've got a cheer. I got a fucking game. I've got to get to ass early in the morning. Wait, um, you,
0: wait, you're you're you didn't tell me you <laughs> tell me that you were a a male cheerleader. So so you're you're gay? Is that
2: is that, <laughs> is that what you saying no.
1: No, I have a seven-year-old girl here that uh, that is a cheerleader, though. And, oh. Uh, as a as a result,
2: I uh, I get to play cheer daddy. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, got got <laughs> it. <laughs> I
1: like that line of logic there, though.
2: Oh <laughs> well, no just
0: just the way you just the way you set it up. You're like, I've got a cheer thing to get to, and I'm like,
1: oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> But. no, I mean I uh I think I really appreciate you having me on, man. It's always nice talking to you. Oh, no problem. Well
0: I'm glad I'm glad to have you on one on one on one after all this time.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I'd I'd love to do it again, man. Absolutely. You're welcome on anytime. So all right. And, well uh, and thanks to everyone who tuned
0: in to uh watch this with with us once <laughs> it got going. Yeah.
1: So. Thanks, Jack. I wish I could see and 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 uh you know communicate with you directly but I can't see the chat with this uh with this new system here but I'm glad it works at least that's a, that's a plus
0: Yeah I think I think if you do on mobile um I I think if you if you do on the desktop
1: version like on my computer you can see the chat but I I don't so Yeah I was I've been afraid you know what actually since the, we're at the end here, let me. I'm actually going to try this. If I fall out, then good night, sir, and thank you again for having me. But can you still hear me? Yeah, I, I can still hear you. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess, like, c- damn it.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, good.
1: I can see the chat too.
2: All right. What? Well, now I know. <laughs> okay, well, uh. Yeah, well, J- Johnny keep Johnny keeps saying my name, though. So, um, but I, right, well, I, uh, I will, um, I will talk to you in the Discord.
0: So yeah, man. Yeah. Have a great night. All right, you too, yeah, and I thank you. I-, I see you, Johnny. <laughs> And thanks to, and thanks to everyone who can, uh, who came out and uh you know watched us too. so
2: good night everyone. Good night, later man. <laughs>